0: And here, I want you to see what happens in the dreaded imperfect. The imperfect is always, as you know in the contract verbs, a difficulty. Alright, here's what we've got. Everything turns into ooh. Why? Look up at the chart. Because you're always doing a short vowel in the connecting vowel position. So basically, you have De lu, e de lune, de luce, e de lu, e de lumen, e de lute, e de lu. And in the imperfect uh, for the middle passive, e de lūmain e de lu, e de luta, e de lumatha, e de lusta, e de lunta. Now, uh, four uh, bits the accent maven. I want, and anybody who wants to play in his uh, camp here. I want you to notice bits. There is a slight accenting difference between a third person singular imperfect indicative edelu. It's a third form down at the top. And the second singular imperfect middle edelu. Because what happens here is this. I'll move over here. Here's what you've got. Edelu like that represents a e, de la e, e la e. So we've got the thing coming back three syllables, a e, de la e. But with the second singular imperfect middle, you get a e, de la u, which produces a e, de lu because you're going like this. E, de, and the accent is back on that syllable so it goes like that. So It's unpredictable whether or not this form will show up on any final examination but just take a look here when you've got the accent like that it's the middle and that's not the one that's likely to show up in the New Testament. This is the one that's more likely to show up. You gotta say that's a tough form. Edelu. It looks like a noun of a genitive singular. You're not expecting an omicron ypsilon as a verb ending, but it is a contract verb of the uh-oh type. Uh, now, there aren't, uh, uh, there aren't too many problems in this chapter as far as uh, mistakes, but for the few of you who have the old printing, on page 209, Right at the beginning of the paradigm, in B1a, the second singular, De Lois, should have the accent over the Yoda, not over the Omicron. De Lois. Alright, and then on the next page, it's a circumflex, that's correct. But on the next page, I don't know how this got omitted, on 2.11, sorry, 2.11, example six, Uh, The first form, de de ace, the ace should have a Yoda subscript because it's a subjunctive subjunctive form. Okay, now, I would like to, uh, on page 213, I would like to make a couple of changes here. Okay. All right. These, in fact, have been made for the uh, new edition. I mean, the newer printing. Uh, The second, third word, koinu'o, I make common semicolon defile. And then under the fifth word, homo'o'o, the plus the dative should be in parentheses. And then at the end of the definition, after lichen, put a semicolon and then write this. After the semicolon, write, passive, be like. It's another one of those um, chapter 24, section D kind of things there. Um, Okay, otherwise we're fine on this. Um, Now, as far as the vocabulary is concerned, <clears throat> the uh-oh contract verbs are the least common verbs of the three types, least common. But there are about three really important <laughs> verbs, and let me just point those out to you. The first one is the second word, dik o uh to justify. I mean, this occurs scores of times in the Pauline epistles. So. You, know, you might say, well, why don't you just omit the uh-oh contracts? Well, you get this darn verb that has um, a lot of play there. I would say also the fourth last word, staurao to crucify. And then, it's about in the middle of the vocabulary, homoi uh-oh, the one I was just talking about, make like or liken, This is used in Matthew, Mark, and Luke with the parables. The kingdom of God has been likened to or was like. That's what's used. Those three are particularly important. And then I'll say one more thing, and then we can uh, uh, take a break here. And that is, all of these uh uh-oh contract verbs have a specific kind of meaning. And that is, that they all convey making something into something. They're factative. So, like De Lao, I make plain, make righteous, make common, make like, make full, play Rao, make in the form of a cross, crucify, make complete or perfect. The uh-oh contract verbs are always factative. You make something into something. And that's why, you'll notice the definition that I gave to Dick Kayao. The definition I gave was to, make, uh, to justify, and then I said to make righteous legally. Not make righteous in the sense of change your body or something, But when you justify somebody, you make him to be righteous in a legal sense.